Everybody has coronavirus. That's what's going on right now. Why? You niggas ain't safe? <laughs> I, I don't think a lot of people. Yeah, America has not taken it as um, seriously as a lot of other countries, which we've been talking about in the recent weeks. So, yeah, yeah, it's just... I mean, a lot of people don't even know where to get tested, even though there are places to go get tested. So, have you been tested yet? You can no, I haven't. You can get tested at CVS. Yeah, yeah. I signed up. You can get tested at CVS. I got. I tested. feel like a lot of people. Go ahead. I mean, I got tested, uh, but I didn't get tested until like a few days ago. Yeah. And uh, it, it, I did the nose test, the little swab thing. It mm -hmm. is definitely uh uncomfortable it's like you know when um you were a kid or this is just dating me because that's how long i've been in the pool uh you know when you're in the pool and you like suck a little water in your nose really? it feels like yeah yeah because it's burn? right here and it stays like they put one of your nose and they twist it and they leave it there for 10 seconds and then they come around to the other nostril and then seconds and they, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like 10 to That's forever. Seconds. Yeah, it feels like forever. But once it's there, you're just like, oh, you're, you know, you're crying a little bit, but you're like, oh, okay. Wait, hold on. Let's go back. Nope, don't do it. You're what? You're crying a little bit. Yeah, like the tears are coming out your eyes. Like, bitch you know, boy. You know what I mean? That's just like, <laughs> that's just, a, that's an automatic response. I don't sure. know if that really, you know, that that's just, you know, we're all human. So we got tear ducts. They work. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a real nigga. I wouldn't cry. I, I, I can't wait till you get your test. <laughs> so. I'm a real nigga. People are scared of me. You know why they're scared of me? Because I'm black and ugly as ever, ever. I stay Houston down to my socks. It's in my humble opinion at home edition. I don't have on socks. I don't even have on pants. It's great. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I've been, I'm your host. Um, a very nice guy, Carlton Banks, Vince McBans. Just call me Avery. That's what my friends call me. And since all 15 of you that watch this, we're all friends. So, actually, again, actually, good bit of news. Since quarantine happened, I think we're up to like 25 constant. 25! 25 constant. So, wow. it's rising. Mom? It's rising. Uh, the mom might have just started watching. Yeah, I know. Now, she <laughs> might be part of the 25. She might be the, part, part of, of the 25. new 10. She don't support this show. <laughs> I'd say something, but that, but my dad would say he'd be like he'd hear it. I yeah. was gonna say something real slick, but I was nah, I'm not doing that. All right. Anyway, once again, I'm Avery, like a very nice guy. Uh, it's your boy Chips Ahoy, and that's <laughs> so corny. Um, my brother over there, our co-host Jess Devine. Boom. Yeah, that's me. Boom, 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 boom. Jess Devine. Hopefully, and we have a special guest. Corona free. Yes, hopefully Corona. Hopefully Corona free. Hopefully. Hopefully, corona-free bars. Now, mixtape coming out never. The past few <laughs> weeks, we've had uh, we had two guests that came from China. Yes. They didn't come from China; they came from Houston. We knew what but you mean. They lived they lived in China, and it was interesting to talk to them about their experiences with quarantine. Yeah, China. Uh, we have a guest today that has experiences in another country that would be interesting to talk about because we all we've talked about is China. We're like, oh, 
we just look over there. But there are plenty of other countries. The whole world is facing this. So uh, we are sitting down. Uh, we, oh, wait, I stepped all over your intro. My bad. You're all right, man. Oh, it's fine. The show flows, man. Okay, Let it flow. okay, okay. So Venus' we're, last name is White. Uh, we're sitting down with <laughs> Melissa. Wow, I just forget your last name. It's Martin. Martin. Yes. Melissa Martin. Eminem. Melissa Martin. Eminem. Eminem. Please. Melissa Martin. I remember Melissa Martin when um I met her. Oh wait, 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 wait. Hold just a second, because I feel like she's gonna correct the name thing here. Go ahead. It's Melissa. Melissa. (laughs) I understand. Melissa. I understand. I've always called her Mel. I'll call you Mel. No, our last guest's name was Tiffany. And every time my brother called her Tiffany, it was. She she was like, she was like, wait. Wait. (laughs) I was like, oh, did I say something wrong? She's like, oh, it's it's Tiffany. I was like, oh, my bad. I would see Mel around town. She was very polite. One time I cut my beard and she was like, she did not like that. She was vocal. She told you about the beard? Bruh, when I cut my beard, I'm trying to play it off. I think she remembered. She was like, this is not the Avery I remember. It was like, <laughs> yeah, nigga, you was handsome. And then you got that beard. That's the way she came. That's, I was like, God damn. She kept saying it. I was like, and we were drunk. I was like, God damn, nigga. That's what it was. I was too vocal just because I was feeling I, I respect the realness. I'm not mad at it. I thought it was hilarious. Now I think I get confused when people change something and I see them out and I only see them out. You know, that feeling of like, I think I know you, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now, I knew I knew you, but you just look different. That was I the last time I think the last time we saw you was after the Suffers concert at Dean's. Yes. Dean's. Suffer oh yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we I used to do. No, 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 no. The last time we saw her was at Wonky Power at. Um, oh. Yeah, because we were drunk. We were drinking a lot of beer. It was at Wonky Power for. Uh, what was the. Uh, it was Bounce, Bounce and Turn. turn. Bounce that was the turn. same one that. Um, that was the turn. Cursed us out so about the Bounce Prince. Turn party was after I saw you guys at Dean's? Yeah. Dean's was, was every Thursday for me. Yeah. So you were, I'm about to say, so you were doing uh, tour manager for the Suffers. You were putting together that Thursday night at Dean's. And then you moved to where now? I'm in Barcelona, Spain. So first off, what prompted the move to Barcelona? It wasn't sudden. Um, Anybody that knew me knew that I was going to Spain almost every year. Um, I was going anytime... It was close to my birthday in the summer, so I was I was loving just coming to Barcelona or going to um, to to one of the islands nearby. And then finally, it got to the point that I felt like if if I'm going to keep coming here and I feel so sad when I leave, I need to figure out a way to stay there, or at least to give it a year of of um, and and see if it's meant for me. You know. Okay. So initially, you were going to Barcelona at your leisure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. great. And what, what attracted you to Barcelona just at first? Just like, you're just random? Or were you like, yo, Barcelona's always been the spot I want to go to? 
Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, Spain was never on my radar. <laughs> um, I had I had this infatuation with going to the best beaches. Um, there were magazines like um, Condé Nast Traveler and um, Galveston wasn't enough. Leisure. I'm sorry. Galveston wasn't enough for you. I went to Galveston for prom. <laughs> I'm just joking. Wow. Uh, anybody that is familiar with Texas, Galveston is is not enough for anybody. It's not a great beach. It's a cool beach. It's not a I'm great beach. Cool. I'm gonna try to just leave it alone because I know a lot of people still enjoy going to Galveston. Because they don't cool know beach. better. I was <laughs> I too was like them until somebody took me to a real beach and I was yeah. like, oh, you can right. like, like stuff you can see down in the water all the yeah. way down. <laughs> when you first see like blue, clear water and like sugary sand, you realize maybe Galveston wasn't that great. <laughs> Damn, that sand is all clumpy. That it's, really like, is. it's like it's a big like litter box. It's mud. mud. Yeah. 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 It's mud. It's nasty. But it, go ahead. I was just going to probably say what you were going to say. There are so many major cities that are not near a beach that to just have that outlet, you know, like I went there for prom, you know, um, to just be able to go there during maybe quarantine and get away from the house. I don't know. I don't know. I'm guessing because I don't know what that's like. But um, <laughs> I'm saying I don't know what it's like in Houston. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know what it's like out, like out here. Yeah. I, and we'll I get know. to that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. People are going <laughs> to Galveston. They probably shouldn't be right now because America's not doing it right. But that's why we're talking to you. So... Tell us, so you're you're in Spain, and you have been in Spain for a while. Wait, first of all, I mean, I follow you on Instagram. Uh, we talked. A number of things happened when you first moved out there. So Thank you for acknowledging that. It was not smooth. It, it was, was not, not a smooth easy. transition. Ooh. People make that stuff sound like, and then we just moved, and it was perfect life. No, I had about maybe five months, four months of just trying to find my footing. Wow. But um, wow. once 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 things got going, it was perfect. Or it's it was good for a newcomer, you know. Yeah. Um, I always tell my family that I think I went through all the drama so that when the lockdown happened, I was in the right place. Because any other place before that, I don't think it would have been so nice. I would have been miserable. It would have been horrible. Um, my lockdown, and I have people that have told me that you know that they don't, they don't agree with me on this, but my lockdown was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's important. Like having no, a good living lockdown. space during lockdown is one of the major keys to just effectively locking down. Like some people are like, yo, I'm not locking down because I don't want to be stuck here. So yeah. yeah. So at what point there, for in America, I feel like we accepted the beginnings of this in March when the NBA shut down. That's how I yeah. was like, oh, the NBA shut down? It's real. Maybe. My my friend in New York, because I was, I was over here going, why the hell are they not listening? And my friend said, people were distracted. And without sports, they finally paid attention. Yeah. It's hard for me to understand, but I guess it's a real thing. <laughs> I, the news, I would see the news on Twitter more so. Like, I would see uh -huh. people on Twitter I would see you and other people that are in other places talking about it, but it was still this perception that it's over there, 
and it's going to have difficulty getting here. And much then on regular news, it really wasn't being covered. Like it was covered mm-hmm. as an international, like overseas thing. This is happening yeah. in China. This is happening yeah. over there. This is happening there. And then gradually things started to ramp up like pretty quickly. Yeah. In March, March, yeah. it was like one day. Then the next day is worse. And the next week, yeah. we finna die, y'all. Like, that's how they did it. Like, it was like, yo. But for Houston, wasn't that still feeling like that's over there? Like, maybe they were looking at New York or, or something else? Because it felt like Houston still was, like, Even not trying Houston. to lock down. In Houston, it was funny because the uh, South by Southwest shut down in Austin. Oh, yeah. The rodeo kept going. So everybody was kind of like, I don't know. And I remember I was supposed to write, I was supposed to cover something for the rodeo. So I was getting prepared to go. Like I had my passes and everything. And then the rodeo canceled. And then it was like gradually everything started canceling after that. Uh, You know, they started sending out emails. The big comic book convention sent out an email. Rodeo, like all these events started saying, hey, we're not going to be open. I mean, even the last thing I decided not to cover, uh, no, actually before that, I won tickets to a show. I won tickets to like a jazz show. It was at the House of Blues. And I was like, ah, I'm trying to decide am I going to go or not. And I just like, nah, I'm not going to go. And that was their last show. Like, that was it. Wow. Yeah, I remember. Sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I remember hearing about the police officer or security guard that was at the rodeo that got sick from some tent. Yeah. And then he refused to say who he was with because he was like cheating on his wife or something. Yeah. And, yeah. But he like put everybody in that tent in danger. Yeah. And to me, sitting over here, I'm like, what is going on? Everybody should be concerned. And Everybody's like, ah, that was the rodeo. That was a different tent. <laughs> that that's kind of how we've taken it. So we really have looked at it like it's like, well, we're not over there, and there is getting closer and closer. Like you're like, ah, that's in China. Ah, that's in California. Ah, that's in Austin. Ah, that's that other tent. And now it's like, yeah. oh, okay, you know, now we now they get on the news every day where they're like, yo. I mean, even at one point, we built, they built a hospital near Reliant for overflow. And then they tore it down because they were like, we don't need the overflow. And then they built it up again because now we need the overflow. So it's been, it's it's been weird. So that's us going into quarantine. You guys, Spain, Barcelona. What is because from us looking, I felt like there were certain parts of Spain, Italy, uh, China, Korea, where we're like, you know, people are like, oh, those are hot spots, like they're done, like I don't know what's happening over there. Uh, even European, I mean, not Europeans, but the your other European countries tra- treated Italy and Spain almost like they were lepers, like, mm-hmm. uh, wow. oh, you know, nobody needs to go over there. They, they can't seem to control themselves. Yeah. Um, but eventually, like, like the United States, it spread everywhere. Um, the Northern European areas 
were questionable because they never locked down. But um, Italy and Spain were hit very hard in the beginning. I think you heard about Asia, and then after Asia was Italy. Yeah. And then after Italy was Spain. Um, from what I was told, Italy and Spain kind of started the same way. Not at the same time, they were about a week to two weeks apart. But um, in Italy, there was something that happened in Milan or some type of event. And everybody from that event left and it just kind of spread that way, I believe. And then once they realized, once Italians realized that Northern Italy, the Milan area was gonna be locked down, um, people immediately tried to get out and go to the South. Um, uh, Milan, Rome, those cities in Northern Italy are um, kind of like the New York where people from the southern areas, they move up north to try to make it. And so when they realized they were gonna be locked down, they fled to where their moms and dads were and in the, their, little, their little towns. They didn't wanna be in a big city, they wanted to be more spread out in a town. And that's how it spread. Wow. In, um, in Spain, it started off uh, north of Madrid in a town where there was a funeral and uh, there were some Italians and some Spaniards in this funeral north of Madrid. And then everybody left the funeral. I think it was of a, a major person or something. And um, everybody left. And the whole northern area of uh, Spain, well, not the whole northern, but you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like It started off in one area. And when they decided they were going to lock down Madrid, the minute there were rumors of that happening, people fled. And they tried to come to Barcelona. They wanted to go towards the beach. They wanted to go anywhere than the city. And they helped spread it too. Wow. So okay. let's describe, I mean, I guess the first, around what time is it getting serious for you in the area? And you're like, okay, I need to lock down. Well, thank God I'm from Houston. Because as soon as I started to hear something about, um, as possibly, oh, well, first, I have to say, I had a friend that lived in Rome that I was keeping in touch with. And I was having fun partying, and I gave him a call, and he was upset because his job told him that he was going to have to start working from home. And he was like, we have only 24 hours to get prepared for some stupid lockdown. And I was like, they're locking you down for that virus? And he said, yeah, it's starting to get pretty bad. And um, I said, I, I heard it was North or I heard it was in a different city. He said, no, they're about to lock down the entire country. And there are so many Italians in Barcelona. I think Barcelona is like 50% Italian, 50% Spanish. <laughs> and the minute I heard that, I was like, oh, we are screwed. And so I did a hunker down. I, um, I started, <laughs> I'm serious. I, uh, Houston, I hunkered down. Yeah. I started to buy big old things of water. I had shelves of water. I had two weeks to prepare. So um, I started buying frozen meats and all kinds of shelf stuff. I went to the American store and got Oreos and peanut butter. <laughs> I was like, we go, if we're going to, we need shelf stuff. We need frozen meat. We need water. Um, I created a quarantine entry area. Um, I got my dog ready because I'm here with my dog. Um, so when 
they told us finally that we were probably going to have to just shut down for a little bit. Like, I, I forget the wording, but they made it sound like it was just going to be a little brief, y'all need to stay home, we're going to close uh, everything except for essentials, uh, but it's not going to be that bad, right? Mm-hmm. That was for March 12th, I believe. And then we had that for a day and a half, and I guess the numbers skyrocketed. And by March 14th, they told us, no, this is going to be a complete lockdown for two weeks. And two weeks turned to two and a half to three months. Wow. Wow. So uh, so, uh, let's get a view on what lockdown means. Because talking with different people, lockdown means like a myriad things from state to state and then from country to country. So what is lockdown uh, in Barcelona? Okay, so I'm gonna try my best to give it all, but um, it pretty much meant, well, first off, the entire country went into a state of emergency. Um, before, Before the state of emergency, there's regions of Spain. I live in Catalonia, and Barcelona is like the uh, capital of Catalonia. I would say that the regions are almost like really big, or like states, not really big states, but they're like states. And each one has a leader, and then each city has mayors or whatever. Um, The state of emergency gave the prime minister of Spain complete authority over all regions. And that's kind of unheard of. I don't know if you've heard uh, in October last year, Catalonia had all these riots because they um, have been trying to get independence for years and uh, the leaders of their independent movement were jailed. And so they were burning the streets and everything. Um, My reason for saying that is uh, Catalonia does not want to be ruled by the prime minister of Spain. Uh. So us going under a, a state of emergency meant like, oh, they're serious. Because even the Catalonia, Catalonian uh, leaders were, were, they were going along with it. Normally they don't get along for anything. So, so this, is the, uh, this was a group of people that were rebelling just a year ago. And even they were like, All Not right, even a that. year ago. October oh, wow. 2019, the streets were Oh, yeah. so we're talking months ago, right before months Christmas. Ago. Right before. <laughs> Yeah, like these people do not, they want to secede, 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 they want to secede from, uh, <laughs> they want to secede from Spain and be their own country. Hmm. And um, they let the prime minister in every region, there's there's Bilbao, I hope I said that right. There, there There's different areas, different regions that um, have different leaders and they all just were like, okay, whatever the prime minister says. Um, And so that helped put a seriousness over everything. And so he came on, uh, the prime minister came on television and put out all the rules and the lockdown meant that um, no one is to leave the house unless they are, um, unless they are going to the grocery store or unless they're going to the pharmacy. Um, The only essential workers were grocery store and pharmacy uh, employees and then hospital medical personnel. Um, There was no construction, which sometimes they, I've heard construction is essential workers, but there was no construction. They shut down, um, the buses were running, but they, there were very few buses. There were the Metro, the subway was stopped. 
Um, the, all the trains stopped, all the airports closed. Like the airports just opened like a couple of weeks ago or a week oh, ago. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, so uh, I have a dog, so I'm gonna put in my perk, which was people with dogs could go and walk their dog as long as the other people with dogs stayed away. Everyone had to stay about like six feet away from each other if they happened to be by each other, but we could not be on the streets. If we were found on the streets, then typically you were stopped by the police and they would question you. You had to show your ID. Um, you were only supposed to be a hundred meters uh, around the perimeter of your where your place is. So when you showed your ID and your address, and they, they notice you're like way far away from where you're supposed to be, you got fined. Um, they didn't how say- How much is the fine? They ranged, it ranged. Um, and of course, you know how people are. There were all these rumors. So I've heard things from 200 euro to 6,000 euro. And then I heard a 10,000 euro fine. I can't remember what that one was for. Well, this translates to American dollars. Um, okay, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it ranges, but always the euro is more than the dollar. So okay. I would say, or or how do you say this? The euro is stronger, stronger than the dollar. I would so, say 200 euros. What do you think uh, average wise? What that would 200 be? 200 euros is probably about $220. Okay. All right. Maybe 218 Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, so they were buying so, you if you were out. You had permission. I, they, they gave people that have dogs, like, okay, well, you guys can go out and walk your dog. As right. long as you're six feet I, away from every other dog. I right. have heard that people with dogs got fined. Man. Nobody messed with me. I had no, and I was walking my, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a serious night person. And um, before the lockdown, I'd be coming home around 2, 3 a.m. So, and then plus I'm talking to people over in the States and y'all are seven hours behind me. So my 3 a.m. is y'all seven or something like that. So I'm used to being awake. And so I walk my dog around one, two sometimes. And it would just be me and doggy and maybe a person that was stopped by the police. There's been more than one time I've seen the police charging at somebody about why are they out um, after, I guess, I don't know what time, 12, midnight, I don't know. Mm -hmm. but You've never been questioned at all? Never, I know. Man, praise God. I, I, I was thinking maybe it's like maybe a perk for being black. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I was like, oh, they know I'm not from here and I got this dog. So they're probably like, you know, crazy expat, you know? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how I lucked out. It was true luck that I didn't get fined because yeah. I don't think I could afford it. I mean, I, I'd find the money, but it would hurt. I understand. <laughs> hurt. Um, so, yeah, um, let's see what else. What else can I tell you about love? Oh, wait. So, I mean, you talk about finding the money. Um, so we're talking about state of emergency. If And you guys have a very strict definition of essential workers, unlike us. So everything is shut down. Like, how are people getting money? If they're not working remotely, they're not. And this is a huge tourist economy, or I believe all of Spain, but definitely Barcelona, Barcelona off of tourism. Um, so there were so many people that were out of work. Um, I know that, I know so many entertainers, well not entertainers, but people in the entertainment industry in, in the States, um, and they're all going through it. But here it just seemed like 
it was everybody. Like, I know not everyone's in the entertainment industry here, but I think yeah. everyone, service, hotel, tourism industry. And there were just people that were just like, I don't know when I'll be able to go back to work. The country created, um, like, if you were really, really having a hard time, they created, like, a, an unemployment system. It's called ERTE, um, E-R-T-E. And it, it's just like our unemployment, but it, it was just, it wasn't so stringent. Like, all you had to do was to show that you were out of work because of, of the virus. And you, you were able to get this income. And then they also, they created so many different things. They paused mortgages for people that were having issues, which meant yeah. that you would hope that the uh, owner would pause the rent. Um, they also, uh, I, I believe they, that people started to, what else did they do? I'm sorry, I'm like going blank. But they did a whole bunch of things in place to make sure that, uh, that people could at least try to at least pay for food and squeak by. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I have to be honest, and this is going to sound horrible, but I don't know anybody specifically that is um, going through it really, really, really bad. Mm -hmm. But um, just from what I'm, I'm part of a lot of groups online, and I've seen uh, people that were trying to figure out what they could do or um, how do they apply for certain benefits. Um, if they're freelancers, what do they do? Um, but there was there was an, there was almost an option for everyone. It was just impressive that Spain tried their best to to help their people not not feel the blow too hard. But they knew. I think Spain knew that they were going to keep us in lockdown until the summer. The summer is when they get the biggest amount of money, and they wanted to make sure that nothing was going to mess that up. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, of course, but not even just, I mean, in, I guess, um, authority's defense, like, you can't tell the people everything. Like, why would you do that? That doesn't make any sense. That is so true, because I know if these Spaniards knew that they were going to have to do it that long, they would have been like, hell no. Exactly. They were complaining. There were people complaining. They weren't talking about their freedoms or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, not like us. We're I mean, free, they, God they, damn it. Like, <laughs> they, they started talk about their freedoms after America was talking about their freedoms. Yeah. But people are just pissed because they would yeah. say stuff like, it's not healthy for children to stay in the house this long. Or I'm- But death is, death is healthy? <laughs> right. Okay. right. And, and here's also some context. Um, there's a lot of people in these cities that it's, it's like New York. So um, you're lucky if you have a balcony, you know? Um, outside access isn't always guaranteed. And um, there are a lot of people because of the low income that have, they, you know, like a two bedroom will have four people living in it. Or there's, there's a lot of adults that don't even know each other that are roommates. Um, mm. It's very much like New York when it comes to that, but it's not necessarily because it's, I, I'm gonna be careful with how I say this, but it's not necessarily because it's expensive to live here. It's just that the incomes are very low here. And the and and the the prices of the apartments are what I would consider Houston prices. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but but it's it's, it's tourism based economy, so you get a lot of people that waiters work. and bartenders. Yeah. And, um, so 
Um, the bar, of course, um, restaurants, none of them were essential. Oh, um, not in the sense of like, you should be going there. No. Um, I'm saying were they open? No, 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 no. Their delivery, their delivery went hardcore. Like you could deliver from them, but there was no way that you could just go to You weren't even supposed to be out. Like, no, but you could still, you could still order from them though. I guess I should have rephrased my question. Okay. That's good. Let me give you somewhat of an idea of how you were not supposed to be out. My neighbors, and I mean more than one neighbor, asked if they could borrow my dog because they just wanted to go walk. Not because, not, I mean, they love my dog and all this other stuff, but it seemed more like they just wanted to go walk. They were like, we've been in the house for two weeks and we just want to get out. And only one person is allowed to walk a dog. So they were talking about taking turns. And I was like, sure, if you want to, you can take him. Did you charge um, any money? People started trying to charge money. I didn't do it. Um, and also, Aww. they ended up never really doing it more. <laughs> so. You know, the dog, the dog is probably ecstatic because it's like the most popular person on the block now. Like, yeah. Well, he was, he, so people love dogs here in almost an unhealthy way. They, like, <laughs> fall to their, they fall to their knees on the ground to pet dogs. Like, they don't talk to you about it. They just fall all of a sudden on the ground and pet your dog. Uh, Avery, you should move to Barcelona. <laughs> That's you me. Have a dog? I know. I just I love dogs. Henry loves dogs. I walk past people. I've walked past. They'd be like, "Hey, Henry." I'd be like, "Anyway, there's a pit bull right there." <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk to the pit. <laughs> well, I understand. Well, and you need to come here because yeah. that is definitely how they are. Um, but yeah, so my dog uh, was getting a lot of attention before the lockdown. I think my dog and. Let me add, my dog is older. He's in, he's a senior. Um, so when the city got quiet and there were less people on the streets, that's when he got happy. <laughs> he's like, okay, now I can walk without being bothered. A real one. Right? And, and, yeah. and there's not all this noise. There's not these motorcycles and these horns and all these feet and all these, these people reaching out for me. The sidewalks were clear. The city was... I mean, remember, I liked my lockdown. So the city was beautiful. <laughs> the streets were quiet. I felt like as if I got the opportunity to just really just become one with this beautiful city. It was awesome. And see, it's interesting you saying that because, like, here we experienced that maybe for three days. Like, for three <laughs> days, they were like, yo, delivery was churning everything. And then it got real political, like, hey, what is essential? And then everybody said, <laughs> I am. Like, ever. I mean, we, the, the, Florida declared the WWE essential business. Like, it was great. It was great. Everybody great. started saying, Yo, I'm essential and I'm going to take these steps to keep my place clean, not really knowing what steps we needed to take. So, essentially, mm-hmm. it kind of boiled down to, I'm going to wipe everything down, like, on a schedule. And that was it. So grocery stores, you know, they always stayed open because, of course, essential. Restaurants started to become hybrids. Uh, In Houston, there are some, you know, infamous stories of strip clubs declaring themselves restaurants um, (laughs) and and successfully doing so. They're like, yo, I'm a restaurant. I'm not a strip club. And people went. And it just kind of came down to as long as you have a mask on your face, you're probably good. 
And we went through that initial phase kind of short. And it was a real rush to be like, all right, let's get into the next part. And now we're like, oh, we went into the next part way too early. Yeah, man. Right. Well, I I do want to give Houston a little bit of a break. I know when we were going through everything, my mother was listening to me the way how I was listening to the guy in Italy. And she started to stock up and she locked down around the same time I locked down. My mother is still in lockdown mm. and in her own lockdown, you know? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that I now looking back, I don't think Houston needed to go through all of that in March. I mean, I, I mean, yes, they needed to do something, but it didn't need to be hardcore yet. Okay. You know, um, while I was going through things, uh, I mean, when I say going through things, I mean, when I was preparing for lockdown and everything, it was like Italy was two weeks ahead of us and Spain was two weeks ahead of New York. And so I used to live in New York and I have friends there. One of my closest friends is there. And so as I'm going through everything, I'm listening to him go through everything. Yeah. And um, they needed to do their lockdown at the time. Absolutely. I understand. You know, but I don't think Houston needed to be doing it when New York was doing it. It seemed like Houston could have waited a little bit to be more strict, but because Houston was listening to Cuomo and Fauci and um, it just, you know, the media, like you said, was making it sound like you're going to die. Everybody was serious and they were, they were scared, but they were following or trying to follow some kind of rule. But now it seems like everybody's burnt out. I think that's partially what happened. Plus, like you said, we got strict so early, so there was no, um, there were no results. Like, when we started to Mm -hmm. loosen up at first, it was like, well, we were so strict and nothing happened. So Mm -hmm. what were we strict for? And now we're at the point where it's like, oh, we got to get strict because we're seeing those results now. (laughs) Like, now Mm -hmm. we're like, oh, okay. All All right, well. Now that, because like I said, when I did feel a sense of, well, maybe we did take this too seriously when they started breaking down the hospital. I was like, if you build an overflow hospital for people and we're not using it, I guess we're doing better than what we initially thought. And now that they're putting it back up, you're like, oh, okay, well, we're not doing as as, as great as we could be doing. I think it was just slow. It's like a wave, you know? We were yeah. busy starting the wave and y'all were seeing a wave coming, but it took a while. Um, I just hate that everybody's so burnt out and tired on it, uh, tired of it in Houston because this is the time right now. Yeah. This is the time everybody should be taking this so seriously. Um, you guys, well, I say you guys, but I'm using my mom because that's the person I talk to the most over there. Yeah. Um, but she's starting to say some things that, my friend in New York and I were saying at the end of March, beginning of April, um, one of, to me, in my opinion, one of the biggest signs that you're in a peak and things are not good is when you hear tons of ambulances over and over again. Um, not just the normal like siren, but it just seems like you just keep hearing them on a regular basis. And my mom says that she's starting to hear sirens a lot. And she told me that without even knowing that that's a thing that me and my friend were talking about months ago. Um, And it's really eerie, but I will also add that both New York and Barcelona were completely shut down. And the only noise were the sirens on the streets. So that, 
that's what also makes it kind of like, Ugh, you that's know? Terrifying. Yeah, right now yeah. in the U.S., I think most major cities are complaining about the sound of fireworks. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that, it's not just New York, it's other cities too? Uh, a lot of major cities, uh, you know, the theory pretty much is a lot of these firework companies were like, we're nothing, we're, we're probably going to be on lockdown and we're not going to be able to sell what we normally sell for these big things like 4th of July. So they just flooded the market with what they had when they were open. Mm. And so a lot, so a lot of fireworks went out real cheap. Uh, mm. So, I mean, that's just all it is. The deals on fireworks were just extreme where it's like, oh, I can buy like everything right now. So that, yeah. that's pretty much it. You've got all these people with all these yeah, fireworks and no, you know, no reason to like them, but just to be like, hey, I got fireworks. So that's, that's the sound. Yeah, yeah. That's so stupid because there's so much more that could be going on other than shooting fireworks. And then, forgive me, uh, but hopefully Avery will feel me since he's a dog person. But that many fireworks is not good for dogs. Yes. Like the majority of them, my, we have a holiday here that just passed at the end of June. It's called San Juan. And it's the, the holiday of fire. And these people, they shoot fireworks during the day, during the night, for 48 hours. And it, my dog is like up under me the entire time. And I have friends that they plan so far in advance to move somewhere. There's majority of the Catalonia region celebrates this holiday. So they try to move somewhere for the weekend that uh, is out of Catalonia. And most of the time, these places are booked. Like, you can't even find a place to go really? to because people go with their dogs to get away from all the fireworks. Yeah. Um, but this time, we couldn't leave. So uh, yeah. uh, everybody, well, we could leave, but we couldn't leave. And um, we were in phase two. <laughs> okay. So I guess that's the other thing now. What, what phase are you guys in now? We're not in any phases. We're in the new normal now. So y'all are completely really? out. Yeah. So the tourists what? came. The tourists came last week. So oh wow. Okay, so we what can go to happen? Italy now? Mm. I'm sorry. So we can go to Italy now? Word. Well, uh, you know you can't come here. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go nowhere. Well, I don't think I anybody's accepting Americans right now. No Americans anywhere in Europe. Wow. Wow. I know it's sad because. It just doesn't make any sense. To me, in Europe, if we're going to do that to Americans, we need to do that to the Brits. The UK and Boris Johnson handle things exactly like Trump. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Carbon copy. They look like Carbon cousins. Copy. They look like twins. Like, yeah. they did the exact same thing to the point where he exactly. got sick. <laughs> like, I was looking at the thing every day. Like, I was like, there can't be anybody worse than Trump. And I was like, oh, wait. There goes Boris, and he was out. I will say this. I don't know what Trump truly believes or not, but I know at a certain point, he was standing away from people. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. everybody around him is getting tested. Boris is walking in the hospital, shaking people's hands. Shaking people's hands to older people. I was like, Doug, what are you doing? And then he got sick. Yeah. And it was the least surprising thing I'd ever seen before in my life. Like, I was like, That's, of course he got sick. Like right, and, and all of a sudden, some of the rules became more serious in the country. <laughs> yeah. Like, really, jerk? You have to get sick 
for the rest of the people get to benefit from some type of protection from their country? Are you serious? We honestly, I feel like it's the same way here. I feel like that's why some people are like, you know, if Trump gets sick, maybe this thing will get taken seriously. Like, if Trump gets sick, we might get a vaccine. Like, like that's just kind of how it goes. Like, the pressure would be on. We're going to get a vaccine no matter what, because that's money. Like, it has nothing to do with Trump. All our pharmaceutical companies are in this huge race right now. And, yeah. They are doing it. Yeah. We'll have it by next summer. When you thought... Mm-hmm. Well, Next summer? About, yeah, that's yeah. the honest truth. At the earliest, it's gonna be probably twenty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, probably twenty two, but next summer, maybe. If if a vaccine comes out this year, I think we all should still be looking at it like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not. That's saying. yeah. I'm not using that vaccine. That's when the zombie round. But no. that's my theory. My no. theory. The I'm not using the first round unless it comes with money. Like no. it had to be a significant amount too. No, no, don't, <laughs> okay. don't, do, it. don't do it because <laughs> you can pop in the bank and 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 have all the, your kidneys fail on you. Well, that's and true. What, what's the good of, of having money if you're sitting on a kidney dialysis machine and you're hurting like hell? That I mean, the only purpose is to give it to Avery. Okay, well, maybe I won't do that then. I'll take that money. <laughs> I, I don't want to lose a business partner. Brother, I could lose. Business partner? <laughs> no. But that's oh. when the zombie apocalypse is coming. The people that take it first, <laughs> the zombies come. I haven't given up on my zombie theory. So, oh, wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I've got a question about that. So, are, are either of you one of those doomsday people? I am. Are, is either one of you? you know Sarcastically. What? I'm not a doomsday person, but I never, you know how they're like, yo, it doesn't take long for society to collapse. I, in my lifetime, this is the closest. And you see how quickly things kind of happen. Like in America, one day it was, we're good. The next day it's like, all the guns have been bought. All the bullets have been bought. All the toilet paper has been bought. Everything's shutting down. We don't know what's coming next. And it is kind of interesting looking at people like, well, what do we do? And not having real leadership. And this isn't a shot at Trump. This is like, you see this merit in all the states. Like, right. I, don't know do I don't know who who is in charge right now. And I think it trickles down. I mean, you see what we're going through with uh, the police and a lot. I think all that stuff trickles down into everything and so now we're just all sitting in our houses for the most part most of us looking watching netflix there's nothing wrong with staying in your house yeah to me to me isn't isn't the purpose of our houses to make it our refuge make it a place where we feel safe where we feel comfortable that makes us like that that like uh it personifies our vibe you know um so why don't you want to be there so I, I do think one of the biggest differences and what we're seeing like from talking to uh, the two uh, ladies that were in China and then talking to you is there were also like a lot of people are going out right now because they have to. Like I need to work. Oh, wow. They gotta work. Yeah, that, I mean, that's just pretty much it. So I was like, I know it's it's easy to kind of focus on, oh, there are people out there partying and all that other kind of stuff. 
But there are also a good number of people that are like, I have to work, especially if you are in the service industry. Because at one point, with all these service industry things being declared essential, you can't just go, okay, well, that's cool, but I'm not going to go to work. They'll fire you. So there are plenty of people that are like, well, I have to go to work and make money. Otherwise, I can't get... And there, there haven't been as many pathways like mortgage protection or some kind of delay on rent or some kind of delay on a lot it's not readily available to a lot of people the biggest thing that's happened is we we got a lot of money to bigger businesses so that's kind of that doesn't help majority of the people and it's made america pay attention to the head in hand like, if you didn't pay attention before, yeah. you can't ignore it now. Because when people are like, wow, all this money went where? I mean, when companies started getting shamed into giving money back, like, yeah. oh, well, uh, you know, they're like, yeah, you're not a small Like, person. why do you need this money? You and were like, oh. And the only reason you gave it back is because you got caught. Like, yeah. otherwise, you'd have kept that money. I said, you knew it was a small business loan when you applied for it. And when you got small You like, applied for yeah. it. I said, you're a yeah. national business. So we like so to imagine, do things. I'm imagine, sorry. No, no, ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What about you? Imagine all that money that went to these big companies and then all of the money, those checks that went to dead people. Like, yeah. Yes. We have wasted so much money where there are people that are not truly essential workers, but they really could have benefited from some type of financial assistance. Yes, absolutely. You know? Even just, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight for these people, but even especially in the entertainment industry. Oh, like, absolutely. Of course. The, 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 it's, the, it's the number one industry that everybody, like, let me put it to you this way. As soon as things open up, what are people trying to do? Yeah, they want to eat, but they want to dance. Yeah. And they want to go to a concert and they want to go to a festival and they want to hear live music. I mean, why can't we figure out a way to help these artists and people that are behind the scenes? Why can't we help them when they are, they are essential to us when our lives are normal? You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not fair. It's and, not and, you see, because if there was some kind of protection for uh, from artists and bars and venues and all the, if there was protection for it, they would be more likely to be like, okay, I can, I can sit, I can run. But I'm like, a lot of people are getting out here out of pure discomfort. So I've talked to so many people that are like, yo, I got to go out, but I don't even want to. Like, I don't want to go out. And I, you know, we shouldn't have bartenders telling me the same thing as like doctors. Like, I got to go to work. And I don't want to bring this home to my family. And I'm like, God, you should just be able to stay at home. Yeah. You should yeah. be risking your life for drinks. Like, right. like, that's just what it is. I understand doctors risking their life because that is, and, and we revere oh. doctors and things like that. But some of the people that we've declared as essential is, to, and the only reason we're, we're declaring them essential is just so we don't have to take care of them. We don't have to pay yeah. for them. We don't have to say, oh, no. We've got a problem. Like all these people aren't working, we have to we have to do something for them. If you say no, we don't. Something. They're like, oh, it's on you. 
How is the Apple Store essential? Yeah, right. everything got the Bath and Body Works is essential. Wait a minute, those are open? Oh, they're open. Every sure. I, I don't think people don't understand. No, Every a whole open. lot of stuff got declared essential, especially in Texas. Yes. That's just it is what it is. Like the it's all is open and they're giving shit away. One day everything was closed, and then one day it was just like, oh, I remember going to empty out my office, and it was traffic. I was like, why is there? I said, oh, okay, well, everything's open again. Like, people are going back to normal. And I was like, yeah, the only reason I left is because I had to go to work to get my stuff. Like, otherwise, I'm just going back inside the house. So... Yeah, it, it's ba- it's back here. What's funny is I remember when they were discussing who is essential and who isn't. People didn't want to be essential over here. They were like, "Oh, I'm essential." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we don't work. we don't want to. You know what? I don't think people the truly essential workers. I don't think they are. They know the gravity of being essential. I think it was obvious. Healthcare workers and things like that are essential but then it was like business owners saying oh my people need to get back to work and it's like do they because i feel like your people are not there was a number like amazon workers would be like dog we don't need to go to work but bezos is like but y'all do because y'all are essential and it's very because people need stuff (laughs) well see that's what i was about to say that that is the key right there like think about it the people that are home that are working remotely or that don't have to worry about their jobs because they have still some kind of income, they still want other people to go to work so that they can get the services that make yes. them feel comfortable at home. That's what no one wants, no one wants any kind of, sorry, forgive me. No one wants any kind of, um, any kind of struggle. They don't want to cook. They don't want to uh, not have to buy anything. They don't want to teach their kids. They don't want, it's like, I want to stay home and stay safe, but I want all of you guys to go to work and make sure that things are still easy for me. And that's what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to all be trying to sacrifice so that everyone can make it through this. And not only that, we are sacrificing so that the numbers in the hospitals don't get so high to the point that our medical staff are overworked, working over 12 hours, and also dying, yeah. you know? Yeah. The whole purpose is not that we're trying to get rid of the virus. We're just trying to make sure that the numbers are low enough so that our medical staff can help those that are, are going through it the worst. Um, what I heard was during, so at one point, Spain, which I guess was late March uh, and early April, we were having a 1,000 deaths a day. Mm-hmm. Um, which was big because think about it like now the United States has topped us so you know it's nothing now but at the mm-hmm. time no one had even heard of people yeah. having a deaths a day and so um, we were just we were I mean they, they were they kept talking about how our medical staff were trying to figure out who was going to die and who was going to stay because they didn't have enough ventilators there weren't enough beds people were laying um, in the hallways. I mean, you guys know, you saw the news. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but it was all about, you know, 
you, the medical staff shouldn't have to be put in this situation, especially if you can prevent it by just staying your ass at home. Like, it's not very difficult, once again, to stay in a place that you created for your own refuge. Like, why can't you stay home and help these people be able to fight this virus for us? And I think that's the point. The point that I was hoping we wouldn't get to. Like, I would see the Spanish and Italian doctors saying, like, you know, like, this would be manageable if I had more supplies, like I'm out of ventilators, I'm out of beds. We're in, I mean, at least in Houston, we're starting to reach that point. They interviewed a doctor the other day where he's like, I got 10 calls. These are 10 people that should definitely make it if we had all the stuff. But now I've got, he's like, I got three beds. So now I got to make a call on 10 healthy people. I mean, they're sick, but the prognosis is they should easily be able to get through this. And now I have to make a call and say, pick three out of the 10. And that's what's why. And I said, these are things that I was seeing Italian doctors say. Like They were choosing the older people. It was getting to the point that the older you were and if you were in ICU, they just took you off a ventilator and just let you, I mean, they didn't just like let you die. They made sure you were comfortable and everything. You couldn't have a ventilator because there was maybe a 30-year-old or something that could possibly benefit from having it. And that was like over and over and over again to hear about that. In addition to that, I mean, I'm thinking about New York when um, they ran out of doctors because so many people were getting sick. Like they're working so long, not getting enough rest, and there's too many people that they're treating that they ended up, the, the medical staff ended up getting sick and they had to stay home. So they flew nurses and doctors from Atlanta, I believe, yeah, to yeah. New York to help out. Um, there are some doctors from Houston over. that are up there right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's crazy. And, and uh, even though the virus is not curable, th- there shouldn't be this many numbers. There really shouldn't. Absolutely. Um, yeah. By the way, did you guys, um, there was a, um, a clinical trial that was done in China, and I know we don't believe anything China does, but I'm just saying there may be some validity to it. There was a clinical trial that they did where they, it was like a retro, retroactive, I think that's the word, retrospective maybe, um, where they were looking back on cases and tracing how the people got sick. Mm-hmm. And there were three main scenarios that were the highest uh, rate of infection and one of them was in a restaurant with recirculating air where like uh, the person at table A, uh, table, majority of everybody at table A got sick, but then because of the airflow, the people at table B and C that were closest to the person that got was sick, sick well. table A got sick. And then the other was a plane or a bus. Of course. Either way, some type of um, motor, it, it was a plane. It was a plane because yeah. it was recirculating air yeah. and everybody was next to each other. And then I think the other one was like a party or something. But it, it, restaurants, oh, in a workplace. That's what it was. It was a workplace. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. All facts of all messed up. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, one, it's 1 a.m. over here. But um, yeah, so it was a rush, I mean, a, a, at a person's job. And somehow, like, due to the cubicle setup, 
and um, the, the way how the aisles were through the cubicle or whatever, the, the, they could tell who got sick based off of that setup too. So work, restaurants, and uh, transportation where the air is being recirculated. And this is all, That's, this is a good majority of our essential stuff. Cause they're definitely trying to get people back to work. I mean, look, the president just tweeted out today. I, I don't know when we're going to post this, but he tweeted out today, schools will be, op- should be open in the fall. Yeah. Like, that's that. I'm pretty sure that's in response to a number of Ivy League saying they are going fully uh, online. Uh, None of the prices, though, but fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, A number of Ivy League, uh, they have announced we're going to go full. I think it was Harvard that first announced it. They said, hey, we're going online. Tuition is still the same, but we're going online. And so, uh, yeah, a number of people here are posting things like this is to lower the votes for really either side. They'll say this is to lower Trump votes or this is to lower what? Biden votes. And that is why this is happening. You're politicizing this. Trying to live. Uh, so, which is why I was like, yo, we're probably going to be in this for a minute, not for the fact that it can't be taken care of. You guys are coming out of it right now. It's we're just, coming out of it, but I promise you, we're probably going to be back in it in the fall. Probably so. Probably so. I mean, that makes that's so the that nature. It's the nature of the disease. Like, I think they've been saying that from jump. Like, expect a drop-off during... The only thing which... I don't know if this is beneficial to America or not. For some reason, we're so behind the curve that we're having a little mini spike in the summer when nobody thought a spike would happen. How did we not think that that was going to happen? You guys aren't having a spike. You guys had were having an increase... And then you just kind of plateau for a second, but you're still on your first increase. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. I'm saying it's going up when it should. Everybody was like, oh, this will go up and then it'll go down and then it'll come up in the winter. For some reason, we just went, oh, straight up. (laughs) And so I was like, well, at least it's happening. And keeping in mind, this is happening when students are out of school. Like, imagine... This I'm like, this is almost. We're kind of quarantined. Like kids are not in school right now. Imagine when kids go back to school. Like, oh, two weeks before, um, before George Floyd was killed, we opened up, and then things were open. There were pools open, and I remember watching on Facetime some of my friends like, "We in the pool." I'm like, "Nah, I'm not doing that." Like my gym being like, "Hey." If y'all come, we're going to give everybody some money. And it was like, canceled. Wow. Like, the gym is where COVID lives. When I, I judge people, when yeah. I see people going uh, to the gym, I'll be like, oh, you're not taking your Did life. Did you cancel? Away. You said what? Did you cancel? I didn't cancel that gym. I love that gym. Uh, but, I, <laughs> I haven't they're not, they're not yet, but I was like, they sent emails. I'm like, God, y'all are not going to see me. I'm not going there. I, I drove by it, and I looked at it, and I was like, no. Can't like, no, I just like, I was like, nah, fam, like, what are you doing? And like, if any, anybody that's seen me knows it's not going to take much of, like, <laughs> any kind of thing to stop me from going to the gym. Yeah. But this was enough. Like, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, for once, I'm avoiding the gym for my health. So, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. 
I can't do it. Yes. So I don't know when our plan is to actually like really open, but I mean, given the way our government is set up, it's it's state by state, it's county by county, city by Which, city. That doesn't make any sense. No. It doesn't make any sense because too many people in the states flow back and forth between states. I mean, yeah. is he yeah. going to start some kind of patrol? Like, what happened when um, Louisiana was it? Louis was it Texas that wasn't letting Louisiana in? It was Louisiana wasn't letting Texas in. Yeah. So how did that work? Did they set up patrols or they, they just set up a border? Plates? They set up a border. Oh, when you came, you had to be quarantined for fourteen days. I think it was on your own dime too. Like right. they they set it up though. Like they set that up pretty quickly. They set it up quick because the weekend I, before I went to Louisiana and yeah. I got some I got some medicine. I was with this girl I was dating at the time. She had a child and she was like, I have to go get I was like, wow, a mother's love. But I went anyway, because I wanted some I mean, I was gonna go for the ride and I was like, Oh, like I got cough syrup and all types of stuff and hand sanitizer and things of that nature. It was, oh, yeah, yeah, that was the other thing, too, because hand sanitizer ran out so quickly here. Um, oh, my gosh. You guys got – y'all had a toilet paper apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Y'all had, like, the, the – every. I mean, over here, it was um, masks. You couldn't find masks. Mask ran out immediately. Toilet paper. Yeah, mask ran out immediately as well. Now we got uh, golf masks, which – I was about to say, clothes. I don't even know if it's – Did you say golf? Cloth. Cloth. Oh, just the cute little ones with the designs that everybody's wearing? Yeah, but, like, how healthy is this when Kobe can stay on that for, what, two hours, three hours? Like, this is not... The goal enough. is, I think people are... When they're cloth, the benefit is that you can wash them, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're... Nobody's oh, you, we've been to gym Nobody's class before. You know how people wash stuff. I'm sorry. True, true. Fair enough. <laughs> true. So, no, you're right. You're right. It is what it is. Uh, and the other thing... Now we get people saying like, oh, wearing a mask, I have difficulty breathing when I wear the mask. Oh my gosh. And then we all do. Spread. Like, we all um, do. I don't understand. I was like, what did you think doctors were wearing masks in hospitals <laughs> for? Like, this is nothing we should have been. Doctors wear masks to stop their germs from getting on stuff. Like, that's mm -hmm. what this is for. This whole mm -hmm. idea, and we have read the mask is like, oh, the mask stops things from getting in my nose. That's not really the main thing. Wait, wait, wait. Or the people that wear it like this? They oh, wear it my like goodness. Or they put it down like that. Oh, my goodness. Like, okay. Oh, it's over here, too. It's hilarious. It's yeah. so funny. It, I, I, there was a meme of a penis over uh, the pants. Yeah. And every time I see that, I die laughing because I'm like, your dick is out, dude. Like, yeah. you need to. That's literally with your mask. I'm sorry, yeah. it's hard for me to breathe. It's hard for all of us to breathe, idiot. Yeah. I don't want to die. Also, also, it's not that hard. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I was like, I've been in the mask. I'm like, it's just, it's not that hard to breathe. It's not as easy. It's different. Yeah. But it's not like I'm like, Oh, I can't get the area. Like, oh, no, you're, yeah. you're fine. You're fine. And here's the key. Like, if it's that hard, stay home. Yeah. You don't have to wear a mask at yeah. home. Well, That's one doctor said something, because the guy was talking about how hard it was to breathe. It was a politician. And the doctor responded, was like, if it's that difficult for you, uh, 
by this doctor's opinion, you definitely have COVID and you should stay indoors. Because <laughs> if it's that real, difficult for yeah. you to breathe, this is not the mask. You have a respiratory yeah. disease. That's <laughs> right. I'm like, okay. Oh, um, that's something I should mention about our lockdown. At the point when the, the numbers were at its peak, if you thought you were sick, but you were still able to breathe, they told you not to go to the hospital to stay home and, work and deal with it. Um, you were not allowed. I mean, if you went, you went, but you were not allowed to go to the hospital until you could not breathe on your own. And they were not playing. It was like they were really trying their best to just get the most absolute worst cases in the hospital only. And then not only that, they were concerned that what if you don't have it? And then you go to the hospital and then you get it. And you get it. Yeah. So talk to us about coming out of lockdown. Like, talk to us about the phases of finally getting ready to come out. Tell us how you felt, your friends, the dog, like everything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, uh, they they had a return to normalcy. And so it went from phase zero to phase one, phase two, phase three, and phase four. And then after phase four, return to normal. It's the new normal, right? Well, uh, majority of Spain when they decided to do the phases, the majority of Spain was in phase zero for maybe a couple of days. In other words, they had already met all the requirements for phase zero, so they were able to move to phase one quite fast. However, the entail? What did you say, what was it? What does phase zero entail? Okay, so phase zero was um, appointments only, um, it, like a hair salon, but appointments only. Um, and pretty much, maybe you could go, okay, you could stay, you could take a walk um, within the 100 uh, mile radius, I mean 100, uh, not 100 mile, <laughs> 100 yeah. meter radius. I have to remember the different. Uh, <laughs> no, we get it, we get it, we appreciate mm-hmm. it. Like 100 miles. Um, but yeah, 100 meter ra- uh, radius. And um, uh, what is it? Oh, so you could take a walk and you wouldn't get fined. Um, and then we had exercise times, which of course many people bitched about. But what the, how the exercise times were, were if you were 14 to like 70, maybe 65, you had 6 a.m. to 10 a.m to do any kind of exercise. If you were not exercising, you were only allowed to do like, you know, leisurely walking in that radius area, uh, uh, you know, what they said for the radius. Um, Then after 10, I wanna say like from 10 to 12 was the elderly and from 12 to, I don't know, three or four were the children. And then uh, after the children, maybe four to six, I'm messing this up. So six to eight, somewhere around there, that was the elderly again. And then the grown folks that were 14 to 65 got 8 p.m. until 11. And um, that was phase zero. Phase one was restaurants, not all restaurants, but only restaurants with terraces. Let me explain. There's a vocabulary uh, difference here. What we call a patio, like where people put out an umbrella and some tables and some chairs on a sidewalk, mm-hmm. we would probably call that a patio. They call them terraces. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. 
So, um, so it's not, a still outdoor, like if you can eat outdoors. But cool. not every restaurant has a permit yeah. to have a terrace. Uh, um, so only restaurants and bars that had these permits, and I mean, this is something way before coronavirus. Mm -hmm. There's different types of commercial licenses that you can have here. And so if uh, certain restaurants and bars had access to or had a permit to um, have a terrace, then that's where they could serve their people. The bars that had terraces were packed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, but there was nobody inside in the restaurants or anything. And uh, there was still the exercise times. So that was phase one. And then phase two, oh, and so phase one and phase two, the differences were in capacity. So yeah. in phase one, restaurants could, couldn't have anybody inside. Phase two, they could have 25% of their capacity in their tariffs. And then for phase two, stores could open, but only with 25% of their capacity. Now, whenever a store, restaurant, or a grocery store was at its capacity, you would see people socially distancing in a line on the sidewalk um, outside, waiting until other people to leave. Not really for restaurants, but you okay. know, for like a store or for the grocery store. You know, like if I wanted to go to a hair store or something like that, or even just a clothing store, I would wait outside until there was enough, I mean, there wasn't as many people. Yeah. But here's the thing. So Barcelona and Madrid were not moving at the speed that the, that the government were hoping. And so we went through phase zero, the entire phase zero. Then we had a phase 0 0.5. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, that's how, that's, I mean, our numbers weren't going down fast enough. So they kept us in phase zero longer, but because they didn't want anybody going absolutely crazy and getting pissed, they put us in 0 0.5. And then we went to phase one, and then it's wait, wait, around what phase is, one. What did the, the, 0 0.5 get you? I don't even remember. I remember <laughs> last night being like, it still feels like phase zero. Like, I'm confused. So basically, but, that was literally just to stop y'all from screaming. <laughs> No, there was some kind of difference. I'm just not really clear on it. It probably was something that didn't personally affect me. You could like um, keep your head out the window yeah. and look both ways. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know what it was, but this is the, the reason why this is funny because because Barcelona and Madrid were taking so long, by the time that we were in phase two, they just like almost kicked our asses into the new normal. Mm. We went through phase three and phase four like, is within a week we went from phase two to phase four in a week maybe it was 10 days and then the next okay. thing you know new normal and our we what i will say though and this was really cool of them they put us in new normal before they let the tourists in so we were able to have the city to ourselves and and you know try to adapt and get used to the new normal before we had to deal with crowds and just it, it just it just was nice because wherever I went I knew that the people that I was around had did a three-month lockdown too yeah you know that makes sense yeah, yeah. and so it, and, and you know our numbers were super low by then I think we were having like 27 they were they were counting everything by deaths so we're really bad when it was a thousand deaths a day by the time we went to new normal, we were probably less than 20 deaths a day. 
mm-hmm. the entire country. And uh, you just kind of. No, I was going to say that's interesting to hear because in America, we count everything by cases. It's not like. So yeah, deaths are very. Nobody's. The information is there, but it's not the readily reported information. No. We just say, oh, it's 10,000 people got it. 15,000 people got it. Yeah. How many people died? People got it. Right. Like, at only- least with death, you know they died. Yeah. And you can figure out what they died from. Well, and- the other thing, too, is, though, I think when you broadcast numbers that big, it makes the death sound small. So when you're saying, oh, we got down to 27, uh, like if 10,000 people get it today, they're just like, yeah, but only 27 died. Whereas if you were just saying every day, hey, a thousand people died, I think yeah. people take things more seriously as opposed to a hundred thousand people caught this yeah. and only a thousand people died. That's what, that's what that, they just okay. That's how we've been broadcasting it. Yeah. So maybe I should say it like that. So around the time that we had a thousand deaths a day, I think we had around 27,000 cases. Mm-hmm. But I never really paid much attention. And you know what, maybe I should check. I think I'm wrong about that. It wasn't 27,000 cases. I think we were in, we were very close to, I have to check, sorry. No, no, <laughs> it I'm was just saying, high. Yeah, here, I'm, the numbers I'm we look at. documenting it, but now I'm like, I don't feel confident with the number I'm giving you. <laughs> I should check my stats, which I'm trying to do really quickly if I can somehow right. no, 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 take your time. But, um, but by one. the time it was less than 20 deaths a day, it was 110 cases wow. in the country. That's but I mean, that, that didn't last very long. Like seriously, we, 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 we're starting, they put, they put two areas in Spain and back in phase two already. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. tourists, we know where the people are coming from. And I guess that's the other thing. It's the Brits. Yeah. How is it? <laughs> yeah. 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 For, for you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. No, I was going to say for you and the people around you, other uh, uh, people that are living there, how mm-hmm. is it now coming out? And now, like you said, tourism is coming. Um, okay. So I think the consensus am- amongst all of us is don't let all these people in. We just talk really, really hard to get to this fucking number. Ooh, sorry. We broadcast ourselves. We're good. You can curse. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, like we tried really hard. We stayed our asses at home. We did everything we we're supposed to. They say that Spain had the hardest, uh, most uh, stringent lockdown. Like, don't let these people in. And I think people would be okay with Germans. We'd be okay with the French. We'd be okay with the Italians. But there's some people we don't want in here. Like, we don't want no Americans. We don't want no, no Brits. And, and listen to me. Like, I only know about Barcelona as a tourist. Like, that's how I found this place. So I feel like a jerk saying that. But at the same time, we did our time. Um, what did I tell somebody? It's kind of like um, we did our time. We got in the pool. And we're all swimming together, and we're totally cool with being in the pool with each other because we all know we did yeah. lockdown. But as soon as these other people come, they pee in the pool. Yeah. The pee is all over us. Like <laughs> that's not cool. We did our time. And it makes sense. Know? That's why it's bittersweet because it makes sense what you're saying. But then the other person gonna be like, "Well, it's a race issue. It's not. Like <laughs> yeah. no." 
least not, like quarantine. Yeah, it's it's like it's literally not that I feel like it was hard or difficult, but we really did our time. We 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 yelled at the people that weren't doing what they were supposed to. There we were saw. people that shunned the people that were walking on the streets and they weren't supposed to. Like people were throwing eggs and stuff. Like it's oh, like you saw. You saw it, yeah. TikTok and Instagram showed everything. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like it, people here were like, no, we're not supposed to do that. You need to you need to take your ass back home. Yeah. And they 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 reprimanded, they banded together and reprimanded the people that didn't do what they were supposed to. And so the people that are like the Trumpsters in the States, those people that are like that here, they were sitting at home bitching. They weren't out in the streets bitching. They were just <laughs> They were just sitting at home being like, you know? But initially, I felt like that's how it was here. Initially, everybody, even the people that were bitching, were staying at home. Because I said, I don't see y'all yelling things from like a crowd. Like, y'all are in your house. But then <laughs> gradually, because I just feel like the way it gets reported, the way, like I said, we were reporting cases. And when you hear astronomical numbers every day and nothing is happening around you, Three million people start people. to go like, oh, well, the 400,000 people caught it this week and I don't know one. <laughs> They're so, like, oh, okay. I, I, um, I just, I'm a, I'm a jerk. Cause my, or actually my, my reporting on numbers is horrible. I just looked up, remember I said I was documenting stuff? Yeah. So April 24th, on April 24th, Spain had 219,000 cases, confirmed Jeez. cases. Yeah, Jeez. I was wrong. <laughs> and then um, we had 22,000 deaths. And so, see, that's the thing where wow. in America, we would report... 22,000 deaths, 367 deaths in just 24 hours, which... Yeah was the lowest amount in a month. Damn, man. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, when you report the deaths, it makes things more focused on the fact that people are dying. Like, mm -hmm. people are dying and this is a danger. When you report solely on the cases, it does give people this idea that it's like, you're kind of rolling the dice. Like, and some people will roll the dice on a, well, what are my odds, 200,000? 200, 200,000 people? And there was only two thousand. I'm like, dude, you could still die. Like, it's like the people that are talking about the cases of the flu, uh, the percentage of the flu deaths per year or something. Who cares? Well, Who I cares? think how many people die from the flu. You can kind of blame us for that. I feel like that was like a American way. Point, oh, I, I thought you feel died. Like, no, I no, not no. No, no, not us. We're not responsible for nothing. No, we're responsible for this. But I do think it's funny. I feel like that talking point went away as we started to eclipse the... Like, once the trajectory was like, oh, this is going to be worse than the flu, you can't say, oh, it's not worse than the flu. It's like, look at the numbers. It's really worse. It should never have even gotten to the point that it eclipsed the flu. Because yeah. here's the thing. Even if... It was less deaths than the flu. Okay, so we're talking about death. What about those people that didn't die but had it really bad? Exactly. I've heard that when you Arthur. have it and you make it, you remember like, you know, like the, the fear, right? The fear, um, not being able to breathe, the 
of your body, each breath is something that you like concentrate on. And then if you survive it, the damage to your lungs. The lungs pictures that I've seen look horrifying. And it's one of those things where I will say this in Houston and this, cause you know, we're focused on entertainment. We're focused on rap. Uh, the first person we saw entertainment wise that caught in here was Slim Thug. Oh, and it was I, I, like, oh. Slim Thug got it. And he was very much asymptomatic for all looks, all intents and purposes. And then Scarface got it. And, and, Scar- had- and Scarface sounded horrible. And like him saying like, yo, stay in your house. This is like the work I feel. It feels like something is always sitting on my chest, like a ton. It doesn't matter how I position myself. It doesn't matter how I move. I feel yeah. like I'm fighting for every breath. And that's one of those things where I'm like, you get so used to just breathing that you don't even think about the idea of what if I had to fight for every single breath I take a day? That sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and the other thing, you guys talking about masks and the breathing and stuff, people are complaining about how they can't breathe with masks. How do they breathe? How do they think it's going to feel to to get a ventilator? Oh, my goodness. The the process of getting that contraption in your lungs is just, you think the the swab of the nose. Oh, the swab was enough for me. When they did the swab and she explained it to me, I immediately thought, I I never want to be on a ventilator. Like, once she was doing it, I was like, I never. And this was outside in my car. Like, they swat over right. they, they come up to you, they stick it up your nose, and she's like, I'm just going to count. You know, and then she comes back. And I, all I kept thinking on the first nostril is, she's got to do this to the other one. Oh, my God. So I, <laughs> I said, it's not, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't hurt, it's uncomfortable. But it is oh, a thing where you're like, Imagine if I had to be on a ventilator. That is yeah. nothing that I would want to experience. Can't talk, can't do anything, uncomfortable, feel like something's on your chest, not sure if you're going to die. And yeah. on top of that, nobody you love around you. Yeah, yeah. Can't have nobody you love around you. Nobody can, yeah. be, nobody can nobody. be around you. That's, that's a wild thing. So, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, really want, I mean, there's a lot going on in our country besides this virus now. <laughs> and uh, I don't even know if it makes any sense to be like, I hope we unify and care about each other because we can't care about anything these days. But it just really, it just, being in a country where everyone, even if they may call you a puta, they're still going to try to make sure you don't get sick. <laughs> yeah. Wow. They're just calling you know, people I mean, Nobody's called me a puta, but I'm just saying, you know, it's just, things can, it's not like everybody's friendly all the time, but they are all going to try to just follow the rules and do what's best for the community. Oh, no, and look, I'm amazed when you're talking about a section, a group of people that are fighting against the government literally in October that are like, we agree. And I can't picture that happening here in America. Like we have people that are, that, that I mean, look, we have two parties that I think they really, nothing to fight. Like you have a section of the Republican party that is fighting against something when they have no reason to fight. They're just exactly. upset about nothing. 
and they will get out there and fight for no reason. Like the mask. Guns, guns and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I well, 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 just to say, uh, th they were right about the guns. Okay? God damn. They're right about the like, guns. We don't need guns. I was like, yes, we do. And then this happened. <laughs> Everybody shut the fuck up. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I was like, hmm. The perception. Nobody's of called me a gun nut. I'm like, what? Flipped what? immediately. What uh, here, I thought here. we didn't need guns. I'm one of those, those like borderline hippies that's, I mean, I'm not about love and peace and stuff, but I was like, why do we have to have a gun? I've been to all these countries where it's just so nice, where nobody has a gun, you don't have to worry about getting killed, you know? And then all this stuff going on with the racism and stuff, I was like, I'm so happy my mother has a gun. <laughs> well, I do think it's one of those things where the gun argument, are you still there? <laughs> there, we go, there we go. That was hilarious. That was, that's the clip. That's the clip. <laughs> it's one of those things where the gun argument has always been a, well, if things go bad, you're going to need a gun. Yeah. And everybody's response is things Insurance. never are that bad. And I was like, no, it took a day. And people were like, yeah. oh, oh, no, things can get that bad. Just like that. So that that is also, yeah, that's the thing. That's why we, we do the things that we do in this country as far as not taking anything seriously. When do mm -hmm. we take anything seriously? I feel like just to get taken seriously around. Ever. August. Yeah. August, oh yeah. I feel like it's the way one of the first things we take seriously. Yeah. America takes nothing seriously. Yeah. Not even to get back on race. We was like, hey, we're black, racism. And they was like, nah. <laughs> so I'm just You're saying, right. we don't take that like, it's, it's gonna be like this until 2022. I said that summer of 21 will get the vaccine. I just think that until 2022. I think America's going to be shut off from a lot of people. Because like yeah. I said, I do think it's a number of countries yeah. like you can't come. A number of people. I mean, I think Jamaica opened up its borders. Some Americans flew there. They started. I always let some people in. Yeah, they, they sent them right back. Like, it was just. Mm -hmm. it, it, I have a friend that's looking real good in a swimsuit in Mexico right now. She just flew there. See, and that's why I'm like, yeah, Americans right now are still looking for ways to get out the country yeah. and travel for fun. To me, I don't, I get wanting to get away, but it's the same as the people that, flew, you know, fled away from the northern part of Italy. You have to take responsibility if you're in an area that is high risk. Yeah. You, you can't, you can't be like, Oh, I'm gonna get the hell out of here now that uh, I might have some virus on me. You should have got out a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. But even with that, the way we test, like you test and you'd be like, okay, good. This ain't no AIDS test, nigga. You need to like, we need more tests. Yeah. You got tested two right. weeks ago. You yeah. got it now. That can't happen. Like, right. we need you can you can get the test and be negative. But because you're lying full of people that think that they're sick, you got sick at the testing place. We need, we need at the least weekly tests. You can go by yeah. people's social. You can tell them when they go. Like, but we don't do anything like that. So you get one and you'd be like, well, I'm good. I'm like, I haven't even been tested yet. So I'm talking a bunch of shit, but I'm just being like, look, let's be honest. Like, 
even our solutions have flaws. It's oh yeah, yeah, because it's a lot. We are not <laughs> testing near. I mean, everybody says America. But we care about the mortgages. We care about these cars, though. Like, yeah, good. I think America's not. They're low on their testing, but I don't think any country has got the testing worked out. I mean, we have access to our testing, yes, but at the same time, uh, it does not seem like as if we. Um, like, I think you still can get tested over here and be sick. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like it's if. I feel like uh, South Korea and China have testing good, but you have to have. Yeah. I mean, South Korea does because it's South Korea. Yeah. But they all, I mean, it's not like they're a communist country or something like that, but they always, they deal with North Korea. So they're always prepared for emergencies and everything. Like, I. Well, they Sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, I just think as a society, they're kind of used to, like, we're in this together. Like, we got to go. Like, that's it. When my friend was in South Korea and she's like, oh, yeah, like, all the subway systems are prepared for a nuclear strike in case North Korea. I said, that's what they live So they're kind of ready for stuff. And China is, of course, China. (laughs) So, (laughs) like, I mean, you saw the people we interviewed in China. It wasn't a choice. They were like, hey, right. it is what it is yeah. for China. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't much of a choice here either. There just weren't uh, as many cops and everything on the street, but they, they enforce things with fines, definitely. Yeah. I heard, though, that most of the Asian countries that did so well, it's because they were not, they were not prepared for SARS, and yeah. they learned from SARS. Yeah. Just like just like Obama learned from Ebola. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's the crazy thing. Two people died under Obama for Ebola. Two. And he but we were ready. And we he were in the States. He was like, here's what he was like. He's stupid to do this. And nothing was followed. I think Lindsey Graham just admitted today that he was wrong and Obama did leave a plan. Today. Uh, he said today. that today. Like, after they've been saying for, like, oh, no, Obama didn't leave nothing. Like, he just left us high and dry. It's like, no. And my thing is, two people died under Ebola, and that was a that was a big deal. Like, yes. two yes. Americans died under Ebola. I don't know how many Americans have died with this so far. Like, at this what? point. We don't know any of the numbers, the true numbers. The true numbers that are coming out, and it's these hazy... I estimate, you know, you have estimates on cases. Like I said, they release, I know that right now they're saying Houston hospitals, just for our city, are almost at capacity, 99%. Which doesn't make any sense because it's the medical center. The the Texas Medical Center has got to be one of the largest medical centers in the United States. I mean, top four, three, two, something like that. It's the largest. (laughs) <laughs> so we we are the biggest and they have been opening up other hospitals to get other people in that's how big now the other thing too is we're also a very large city but we're a microcosm of what can be happening all over the country so i was like hey, you know, no matter how big or how small you can overflow and overload your hospital very easily like just that quickly being irresponsible I just want to tell you guys, I was a responsible responsible person, and I charged my iPad prior to, but I'm now in low cell. (laughs) No, it's okay. 
No, no, no. This is good because this is the end of it. <laughs> no, we appreciate you staying up at midnight uh, to talk this to This is easy. It's always somebody in Houston that's got me staying up later. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, we, we appreciate you uh, coming on and giving us insight into what's happening. Hopefully giving us insight into our future. Like maybe soon we'll be on uh, the new normal where we can come out. I'm ready to at least come home for a little bit. I want to go home for the voting and the holidays and everything. So please. See you in 2021. You're gonna no. Have to, you're gonna. Have to no, I'm, I'm trying to come home seriously. You, you should I probably. Mean, no, they'll, they'll let you come in. Yeah, I got yeah, a friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we let everybody come yeah, from China. Come oh, next week. Don't get sick. <laughs> vote, vote by mail because if you come here, your country not gonna let you back. <laughs> like you can come here. Spain might be like, nah, man. Did you talk to this an American? Like, <laughs> right? This is the way I'm looking at it. I think that we're probably going to have to go back into quarantine September, right? Uh-huh. By then, hopefully, the United States will be coming out. So I'll just go from, you know, I'll just miss quarantine here and just go to the state. Me. We're gonna be in super quarantine in I, September. I'm no, I think you're watch, watch my prediction. I think you're over it. So we we can all take it. We're on we're on camera right now. You say we're gonna be in quarantine. You yeah. think we're coming out. Mel thinks we're coming out. Avery thinks that we're gonna be in super quarantine. September, I also right? Think that we're gonna be in super quarantine. In September, we're talking about? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. September yeah. going into, yeah. October, September. really. At the end of October, Halloween's canceled. Yeah. I think it's done. No. And, yeah. and not, not because the powers that be will want to, just because of sheer numbers. Because we are not, we're still not treating this like it should be treated. No. So it is. What they it is. just had a party three weeks ago. And then the numbers rose. And I remember we were all on Instagram. No, we were on Twitter. Like everybody at this clay party, like y'all gonna get Corona. It was like, nah. That was Memorial Day, right? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. It was sad. (laughs) Yeah. Sad, bro. Another club. Another club got closed down. uh, I think this past weekend in Houston. Three of them. They made they made the mayor shameless. Two bars in the club. Yeah. Oh, that one that we were just talking about was one of them. So, yeah. A lot. Staying open. He said that he's a warehouse not or an event hall, not a club. What does that matter? That it's about all, people. You, everybody over here is trying to Almighty dollars to still be essential yeah. and not abide by the rules. The Almighty dollar. We're going to be here for a minute. Yeah. I would recommend, you know, vote by mail if Trump allows that. I, I'm, I'm voting by mail, but yeah. still. They, they need to make it where you can have an app, man. If I can vote for, like, who can sing on American Idol by an app right. by now, like, right. they know they can do it because everything they said they couldn't do, they did it with COVID. But this is America, people, and we love this country. It's great. Once again, <laughs> this has been, in my humble opinion, with Melissa, correct? Melissa. Yeah. Melissa Martin. Eminem. Melissa Martin. Mm-hmm. That's Devon and Avery. That's just me. Whatever. In my humble opinion, where the opinions aren't humbled and the words aren't jumbled. Thank you. Good night.
Thank you, you guys. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. We're going to wind up with Clay Aiken as a president if we vote. Never mind. I'm just... <laughs>